And we are back. Episode 32 of Journey to a Million. Our quarterback preview is here on the podcast on this Friday morning. Myself, Drew Skyberg, Zach Rausch is here. Jared Veleski as well. Full Journey Million squad. Plus, the man from the lockdown corner. We've had him on the show. He was on our drafts up, draft episodes. He, came, he was a college athlete spotlight guest as well. Dustin Burgundy. Welcome to the show. How are you doing on this Friday morning? Yeah, thanks for having me again. I am wonderful. It's always fun to be on. Always great to talk some football, right? Yeah, full squad plus Dustin here to do our QB preview. Kind of similar layout here to our episode last week with the running backs. We're gonna, we, we picked five, but this time we also have a flaming hot take we'll talk about at the end. Plus we got a mailbag we'll talk about. We had some questions sent in. By the listeners. So let's get into this right away here. First one is probably one of Zach's favorites here. Famous Jameis, right? Isn't that the nickname you dubbed him, Zach? Yes, sir. Can, can you kind of elaborate more on that nickname? Like wh- why Famous Jameis? Um, I don't know. It's just, it sounded right. So I just called him that. I mean, his workouts are pretty famous on Instagram, on ESPN. I mean, he's got, he's getting famous for his unique workouts. Yeah, I mean, fam- famous Jameis, I guess we're going to call him that, you know, is an interesting one, right? Um, number one guy right now in New Orleans and the fantasy outlook, right? I mean, there, there's, there's a lot of upside here, right? Our, being our first quarterback, we're talking about a lot of these guys who might think have some upside. That's kind of why we chose them. Might not. And I mean, Jameis Winston here is no exception with him right now, especially Superflex writes the story is where you'd be looking at a guy like him, which all four of us, I mean, I'm a commissioner of a dynasty league here, Superflex. So, you know, this probably is going to be a guy who will be started on a team, but going back to James Winston, Jared, we're going to go to you right away. Fantasy outlook. What are you thinking here? Um, well, my, the whole thing with me with Jameis was in 2019, he struggled with his interceptions and that was kind of his big thing, how he had 30 interceptions, but Last year, he cut that down to only three. I know he, I mean, he had 14 touchdowns. Um, I think that if he can stay out of the the interception game that he's been, I mean, as of recently, he's been looking a lot better. But um, I think that with Michael Thomas coming back, depends on how healthy he is. He could have some huge upset, like you said. He has some weapons around him, and uh, I think he could thrive really well in uh, New Orleans. Dustin, what do you think? What are you thinking? I mean, we got to hear you mention. Go ahead, Zach. Sorry. Uh, I'll just kind of go off what Jared said with his weapons. I mean, last year, who did he have? Marcos Callaway. Now he has Chris Olave. He has Michael Thomas. He has Jarvis. He's got probably top 10 weapons for sure in the NFL. And he was averaging around that 17 points per game mark before his injury. Yeah, I think bringing up those points. I think the upside, right, for Jameis Winston, like what do you guys think his ceiling is? Do you think he could fit cracking, you know, the top 12 for quarterbacks. Is that, is that a proper ceiling? Dustin, where, where are you looking with a guy yeah, like it, him? Jameis is an interesting one. Cause like, as you guys mentioned, you know, he's got a lot of good targets now. So now he's got a very good opportunity and he got his eyes fixed. Apparently now he's all better. He got his eyes fixed. So he cut the interceptions down. I, I mean, I couldn't believe he used that as an excuse. He's like, Oh my, my eyes. Oh, it was my eyes. Okay. Jameis, calm down. It's like, we don't, we don't care, but I think he has every opportunity to be that top 12 quarterback, but, it's going to all come down to if he can keep his interceptions down. If he can keep, if he can do that, I'll say he's top twelve. Yeah, I think that's a good way, you know, to look at it with Jameis Winston. I, I think still the upside, like you guys have, like the weapons is the story, 
and we haven't seen this. Plus, he's Alvin Kamara. We don't know if there's going to be some sort of suspension yet coming for Kamara, but still throw that in. I mean, Kamara's a reception-heavy back, so I think there's certainly going to be some value there with Jameis. ADP-wise, you know, to go on that, Zach, do you have the ADP up? or uh, He's going to his quarterback 22, according to Fantasy Pros. So with that placement, I like him as a kind of like you've been talking about with the high ceiling. I like him as a late-round flyer if you get a safe quarterback first and then have him as your bench guy. I'm all for that, yeah. I And especially, right, in our in my dynasty league here, right, Superflex, Zach, you have a dynasty league with Superflex as well. Right, I got him. I, I'm seeing him as QB 23 right now. He's actually in the range of the guy we're talking about next year. So, I mean, if you guys want to move on here from Jameis Winston, Ryan Tannehill is the guy. I mean, first to start, um, who would you rather have, Tannehill or Winston? Is, is, is consensus Winston, Winston here? Or yeah, it's Winston. Think, yeah. Jared, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Winston. <clears throat> so, think about that. Tannehill right now, at least in the ADP numbers I'm looking at, is going ahead of him here. Um, it depends on what you're looking at, though. Like sleeper has Winston ahead of Tannehill, but like Fantrax has Tannehill going at 132, so he's going 46 spots ahead of Jameis Winston on Fantrax. That is something. But going to Ryan Tannehill, you know, in, in his defense here, right? I, he's actually my super flex. He's my second guy. I mean, it's him and Mac Jones, Zach's dynasty league. Don't know what I, how I feel about it. I don't, I don't feel you know it's okay. But Ryan Tannehill there i think his case right i mean he was without derrick henry last year a little bit aj brown i mean there's a lot of things that weren't going right i mean he was throwing to you know second and third string wide receivers in a in a system that he just didn't look great in but looking now at this upcoming year right aj brown's traded that definitely hurts his case but Traylon burks robert woods austin hooper come in so i think there's some you know there's some better depth there and overall i think you know i know Tannehill had his he had his worst year in terms of right a passing passer rating and such with the Titans, but I mean fantasy outlook wise, Zach, what do you what do you think for Ryan Tannehill? Um, I'm not a big fan of Ryan Ryan Tannehill just because I think the AJ Brown loss is a lot bigger, even though they did re- try and replace him. I still don't like the replacements. I think AJ Brown is he's on another level than. Robert Woods, obviously Traylon Burks is a rookie, so you can't expect him to do what A.J. Brown has done. So I'm not a big fan of Tanhill. I think he's going to be in that maybe around the QB 25, but I'm not going to be drafting really? in many leagues. So even in like a super flex, you only think he cracks in the top 24? Wow. Maybe super flex. Super flex is going to be on that edge, I think. So it might be, I might be looking back Jones based on what you're saying, but I still got him. Uh, Dustin, let's hear it from you here, sir. What, what do you think about, you know, Ryan Tannehill here with the you know, Titans? I told you guys, I told you guys prior, but he is absolute garbage. He is terrible. I mean, like he is terrible in every aspect of the game of football. The only thing he, he can do is run fast. Congratulations. He also suck at throwing. His only his only good thing is that he has Derrick Henry on his team. That's the only positive side to him. So say Derrick Henry goes on a terror again this next year, then yeah, his numbers will probably bump up. But that's the only way I see him cracking the top twenty of quarterbacks. Other than that, he's gonna be below, well below. I just see him as getting bailed out all the time by Henry. I mean, being a Colts fan, I hate the Titans, and I think that he 
people's I was like you said, people think he's a bad quarterback and people are finally starting to see that, which I like. It's 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 hard because he is mobile and that's kind of where he can get some of his, you know, fantasy value. But Henry kind of bails him out, like I said. He'll just go off for a run. But when he had AJ Brown, that was like the big thing. He would just throw it up and Brown would come down with it. And he doesn't really have that guy this year, unless Burks can prove that he can be that guy. So I don't think going forward, Tannehill is the option. Um, and they did draft Malik Willis. So maybe if he's not going to start playing, they might go to the backup right away. So it might be a few years before that happens, but never know. Zach, you always talk consistency with, with you know any position in fantasy. And let me tell you, Ryan Tannehill, and I, held, I, have him la- I, I had him last year, started him with, kind of with Mac Jones, like I said, in that QB2 role in Superflex. That, this was not his thing. He scored only 20-plus fantasy points in five of 17 games and only three when Derrick Henry was on the field. Of course, Derrick Henry missed injury. So consistency, consistency was a problem last year. It could, be, it could be like that. It could be maybe a tad better. But I certainly think Ryan Tannehill is more of like a guy with a higher floor. I certainly don't see that ceiling with Tannehill. I just feel like he's kind of like that safe, that safe bet maybe in terms of a guy who, you know, he's not going to lose his starting job this year, I think. I, you know, I don't think we'll... Like Will's ready, and I just think Tannehill's kind of in a tier where you know he'll start all seventeen games. Might might be might be good, might be bad. I think that's kind of where you'd place Tannehill. What are you guys thinking with that? Uh, fair. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, like I said, it's gonna it might take a few years, but I don't think Malik Willis is in the best spot either to get some experience from Tannehill. So I don't know how that's gonna work out there. Yeah, I mean, from there, guys, let's go to a guy who. Who might have a really high ce- ceiling, but here the floor, like nobody knows where the, fl- the floor could be like below us. Like, I mean, like really, really far below us. And that is Trey Lance, Trey Lance of the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, right now, Jimmy G is still a 49er. We don't even know if Trey Lance is going to be the starter, right? I mean, if you if we're really looking at it right now, Trey Lance, like I said, you know, the upside is crazy, right? The ceiling in terms of the run game. Right. I mean, he is talking about, you know, we look for rushing upside now in quarterbacks. That's kind of the new thing, right? Josh Allen, like Herbert has had some rushing moments. Of course, Lamar, that crazy season back and still look Trey Lance. Dustin, we'll start with you first. You know, what do you see out of Trey Lance? And, you know, what do you think, you know, for this year? Where do you think we can see him crack in, you know, even the top 20? Let's say if he's a star, where, where do you, where do you see Trey Lance? Yeah, this, this is a really tough one to judge, obviously, because we haven't seen barely anything of Trey Lance yet, so we have no idea what he's capable of. But, uh, you know, this this may be kind of a hot take, but I think if he plays and they use him as like a kind of a multi-dual quarterback, I think you can see him crack the top 10, I mean, easily. Seeing kind of with what he did last year with some of the rushing stats, and especially if he's scoring touchdowns rushing, like for a quarterback, that's huge. That's a lot of points right there that he's scoring. So, I mean, that's I mean that's like really high ceiling. That's like if – he starts every game and he stays healthy. But, I mean, realistically, I think you're thinking of maybe, like, low teens to high 20s for him, realistically. That's a good place. Yeah, Zach. I like that ceiling is top 10. Yeah, I like his rushing ability. And one of my favorite things has been in mock drafts to pair him with a quarterback like a Derek Carr, just because I think you know what you're going to get out of Derek Carr. And then Trey Lance can be that high upside guy that can fill in a couple of weeks. And it's not like Trey Lance played terrible fantasy wise. And the three games he did start last year or played majority of the game, he averaged about 18 points a game, which I don't know about you guys, but I would take that for my quarterback. For sure. Jared, what, 
Go ahead. Yeah, he's not proven or anything. So 18 in three games in his career, That I mean, I'll take that. It's only going to go up from there, I think. And I just think the 49ers might be making a little a risky move because, like, Jimmy G was proven. He just got him to the playoffs, beat the Packers, I know, um, you know, moved on to the playoffs. Like, they've been there a few years now. So it's it's risky for me, but I think that Lance could be the, the person that they need to make the next step. So in the future, I think it could benefit them well. I just think that this this first year, maybe first two years, might be a little shaky um, until he gets his feet under him where he can finally develop as a, a top 15 quarter or ceiling top 10 quarterback, like you guys said. With with Trey Lance, right? I think the magic number is 24. So two starts. He had 24 carries total in them. And that's kind of, you know, look at fantasy, I look rushing. I mean, that, 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 that points right away to Dustin, kind of where you put his ceiling at too. And Zach, go back to go back to that pairing you're talking about with Carr and Lance. Are you, are you talking about like a you know, one quarterback, like you know, kind of league, or what? What style are you talking? I'm talking like, yeah, that'd be like a one quarterback league. If I decided to wait on quarterbacks, I'd get Derek Carr as my, I guess, quarterback one, and then get Trey Lance as somebody that um, can kind of overtake Carr, but also just gives me somebody on the bench that I can go to a week or two. Because I think Derek Carr is a pretty safe pick this year. And then Trey Lance is going to be a riskier pick. I think Trey Lance is kind of, you know, like, I mean, of course the risk is there, but like he kind of, you know, has a similar tools that we kind of see out of, you know, out of those top rushing guys or the guys who are getting bumped up right now in ADP, like Jalen Hurts is, is the main one, right? I mean, Justin Fields was a guy actually we're going to talk about next. You know, he's kind of a guy who has a similar kind of outlook in terms of, you know, with, with Lance that rushing upside, but I feel like, well, we know Fields is, you know, the guy right now in Chicago. We don't, we still don't know with Jimmy G. Do you guys think Jimmy G's on the move? I guess where, where do you, where do you go? Where do you guys think they're going with that? I've been expecting him to Didn't be traded all off season. They that? said Lance is starter already, right? They named That's what him I starter. Thought, yeah. Oh, so. Yeah, but with yeah. Jimmy G, because yeah, there, there's still opportunity for I, him to lose his job though. Zach, yeah, is the thing. Unless they trade, that. Jimmy G requested a trade with though. Jimmy's contract that Jimmy's going to be gone. I think he'll be gone just with his contract. It's mid July. He's a I shoulder mean, injury or something that they're waiting for. Yeah, I was kind of expecting yeah, him to be traded all off season. To be honest, like even as I'd hate mentioning Colts, but like before we got Matt Ryan, I was looking at Jimmy G as a potential candidate to be our quarterback. I've been looking for him to be traded for months now, so I. I I can't see them sticking with them. I, I think Lance will be the starter, but I think that if they don't get a lot for him, they'll, they'll they could hold on to him honestly. But they're gonna they're gonna ask a lot for him. They're gonna ask a few picks, like maybe even first round picks for him. Do you guys have a landing spot, Dustin? What What are you thinking here with, with Jimmy G? Yeah, I mean this is a tough one. I think you know, obviously, like he asked for he requested a trade, but if the 49ers, you know, really want to trade him, I think they're gonna try to hold on to him as long as they can to see if Lance is their guy. Uh, des- destination's hard because, like, I think it might come down to midseason. If somebody needs a quarterback, they're going to, you know, put up a good number for him and maybe they'll trade him. But, honestly, I, if it doesn't happen now, I don't think it'll happen for a while. I just I think my destination would be Seattle Seahawks. That's where I was thinking, Jared, which which might sound weird. I mean, the Seahawks, yeah. you think they're going to win? I mean, they're, they're not going to be, like, in the hunt. But, like, right now, Drew Locke and Geno Smith aren't necessarily – you know, the most ideal guys to have under center. So it's an interesting situation. And right. You know, if, if it would have happened, it feels it would have happened. Like, like, I mean, Baker Mayfield happened just like last week, but like, it feels like it would have happened maybe a little before then, because right now we're starting to get into, 
right? Mid-July, you know, practices start soon. It, we're, we're, it's almost that football season, right? So let's go to the next guy here, guys. Justin Fields of the Chicago Bears, who, look, he possesses a lot of upside as well on a team, you know, that doesn't, on the, on the paper, doesn't look the best, right? And I mean, they're in the tough, they're in the NFC North still. They lose Allen Robinson. But at the end of the day, I mean, they made some moves, right? Receiving wise. They just, who, who they get today, or they got from the Patriots, was it Harry? Nikhil Harry. Yeah, yeah. Nikhil Harry from, Harry. yeah. They got him and, look, I mean, Randall Fields, he's got some, you know, he's got Mooney, right? I mean, you throw that guy out there. Uh, just looking right now with Fields, I guess he's kind of in a similar way. I think that kind of how you, you mentioned, you know, take a safer guy like Derek Carr. You could also t- then for your guy with a higher ceiling, maybe even go Justin Fields. I think the rushing upside is kind of what drags him along with that discussion. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, so I don't know if we talked about ADP for Trey Lance. Uh, he's going to QB 14 and Justin Fields is going to QB 17. So just with that, that little, I guess, range in between them, I think Lance is going to be safer than even Fields just because the team that's around him the coaching staff, I think Lance is in a way better position than Fields is. And obviously, uh, was it Matt Eberflus? I think Eberflus, he's a yeah. defensive guy. So, yeah. yeah, they didn't bring in an offensive coach to help out Justin Fields. And I think we could see something similar to what we saw last year, probably a little bit better put together of offense. But I just, I think he's a lot more risky than Trey Lance, even though Trey Lance is risky. I mean, I'm a I'm a Justin Fields uh, fantasy holder for the sleeper dynasty team that I was given, and I'm really not uh, a fan of that. I don't like I've expressed my hate for the Bears on this on this uh, podcast. I I don't like the team. I don't like the player. I don't think he'll be good. Um, <laughs> as, as brutal as that sounds, I think that he's worse a worse version of Mitch Trubisky, which might say a lot. Really? Although he he's not. I mean, he's he's young still, but. I just don't like fields. I think that last year he was uh, one of the worst. I mean, there was a stat that I saw. I'm not going to like back myself up, but there was something I saw where he had like the worst efficiency, something like that. I don't know, but now losing Robinson and having Mooney as your number one, it's going to be hard for him. And I don't really see his career taken off anytime soon. Dustin, what are your, where are you going with guy fields here? Let's hear it. Well, anybody that knows me knows I made a whole video bashing him and how I thought he was pretty much trash. So, uh, yeah, I mean, in fantasy, obviously, the only upside he has is rushing ability, and this pains me to say it. But I think we're going to see him right around the 15 QB mark where, like, you know, you might have to pick him up in a league just because he's going to get you those rushing yards. And it pains me to say it because I hate this guy. I think he's terrible, and Bears will realize that he's a huge mistake. I, I think fantasy wise, right? I mean, we're looking at guys fantasy, not talent. I know Dustin, you, you cover some guys talent wise, right? Completely different here because that, that'll push up a guy like Justin Fields. I'm with you. I think I think he has a lot of upside, and I think it's mainly, if not all, because of his rushing ability. And I think that's gonna kind of contribute to that. Cole Komet's another guy who's look. There's a lot of guys who are targeted as sleepers. But what happens is they're considered sleepers by so many. They're getting overvalued. You know, I think he's Cole Komet's been a guy who at the tight end position has been hyped up almost too much. I mean, I'll even throw Rashad Bateman in there. So I, I think that's another guy who everyone's saying he's a sleeper. He's a sleeper. But 
you know, to what extent when, when everyone's calling him a sleeper, it doesn't sound like a sleeper to me. So uh, that, that's, you know, I think Justin Fields still, that's solid. I think his floor though, right? I mean, him and Lance are kind of in that same tier where the upside's there, but you know, the floor, who knows where it is. So that, that's where I'd go with, with those guys. What do you guys think about, you know, wrapping up with Fields here? I basically said everything I needed to. I mean, I, I think his ceiling is high. His rushing value, like his fantasy value could be there. But I, I, me, as an owner of him, I don't see him producing as much as I think he could this year because I just don't believe that he has it. I mean, bad team around him, um, not a strong head coach. And that's coming from a Colts fan who they got as their head coach, Matt Eberflus, the defensive coordinator. I, he's not offensive-minded, like Zach said. He's it, It's just not going to be a good system for him, I don't think. He likes losing the Jaguars once a year, right? It's that same coach? He will, yeah. If they play the Jags, okay. then he'll lose maybe twice. Especially if it's in Jacksonville. That's, yeah. the, that's the tough place to play. <laughs> Dusty all I got to say is the Bears, the Bears still suck. That's a lot to say. <laughs> all right, let's go to the last quarterback we'll talk about today. Uh, Zach, you know, I, I might as well just let you talk about him. I should just, you know, <laughs> stop talking. You can say who it is. Justin Herbert, QB1 in 2022. <laughs> you you don't believe that yourself. No way you believe that. Okay, Jared. Um, so Fantasy Polls Now, which is a page on Instagram, they had a post <laughs> where uh, various fantasy pages kind of gave a bold take. And Fantasy Analysis predicted that Herbert has the best quarterback season, season since 2019. In 2019, Lamar put up 421 points in 15 games. Just to put that in a little bit of perspective, in 2021, Josh Allen, who was the quarterback one, had 417 in 17 games. So less points in two more games, and they think that Justin Herbert's going to have the best season. So then. you brought the stats to back it up, too. Okay. So, okay. I, I mean, to attest to that, Zach, Herbert, he's averaged at least 26.3 fantasy points per game in his two seasons in the NFL. I mean, you know, if you're, if you're looking right, the trajectory certainly could be up there. Well, what, do you know what Lamar, what they were averaging in the, because the, he was averaging just, just shy of 30, I believe. I think in those, those seasons, do, do, do we think that's, that's kind of where Herbert's so upside is at? last year? Uh, maybe not 30, but I can say upper twenties, maybe, maybe the 26, 27. Josh Allen was around 24 and a half last year. Yeah, but I'm saying like if to put up Lamar levels though in terms of rushing, I mean he's gonna be have to he's gonna have to yeah. throw right he threw 672 times last year. He's gonna have to throw I think you know because I I mean Herbert has the rushing ability, but I think he's gonna have to throw 700 plus times. You know Brady threw 719 last year. Uh, what, what, what do you guys what do you guys think? How many more rushing out of him this year? You think we're gonna see more rushing, Dustin in this offense? I mean, do do you think because like Eckler's still in this offense too, right? I mean they still have one of the most talented running backs in football. What is Herbert's path here to having that sort of season? I mean, I mean, this is just going to be an aired out team. I mean, they are going to throw the heck out of the ball. I'm, th- I hundred percent agree. QB one for Herbert. You guys may not like it, but I mean, I Herbert has just wowed me this past entire past year. Not, you know, I may be a little biased because I got him my dynasty, but I mean, just watching this dude throw. I mean, he's got such an arm on him. I mean, such raw talent. I mean, you put you put a couple like pieces around him, give him a good defense. I, I don't see this guy having a problem getting QB one. 
Yeah, Zach, I, you are you're probably so happy right now. Someone finally likes Herbert as much as you do. <laughs> I like Herbert here too. As I, I, it's him and Allen for me. I think those two are gonna. But again, at the end of the day, I think I I, I think Josh Allen will be running less. You know, I think Buffalo is gonna have him running less, and I think that's gonna be the thing that really pushes Herbert over the top. Because as we've seen, quarterbacks who run the ball have a like that, that is a lot of fantasy value there. You know, imagine if Tom Brady got more of those two random touching, two random rushing touchdowns he gets each year. Imagine his value. Because look, he's still, which we'll get to a mailbag question about Tom Brady later in the show here. But, you know, that is, that is something. Imagine the upside there. It just shows how important running the ball is for quarterbacks. But yeah, I mean, Justin Herbert, is there anything else we have to say about this guy? QB1, you know, maybe QB2. Jared, where do you have him? Like, I guess where, if you're, I don't know. I, I, I've always, okay. So let me just get it straight. I know Herbert, the fantasy value is there team wise. He hasn't proven that he can make the playoffs yet. I know it'll come. It'll come eventually. Not all his fault. Like we said, Brandon Staley goes for two a lot and it doesn't work out, but I think that for fantasy wise, he's going to be top three. I just think uh, I'm high on Josh Allen this year. Like we saw, Um, we said that he was going to be, the bills were going to be super bowl winners I, I said that i don't know what your prediction was but and i think i think i mean patrick mahomes is still mahomes he's mobile he's he doesn't have tyree kill i know mvs I mean, juju uh, yeah sky Moore. he's got kelsey. some weapons yeah. kelsey that's the big one yeah so i think that mahomes still passes him i i don't know if herbert he's proven i mean not proven playoff wise but proven fantasy wise would that make sense i i think he's top three but i think that mahomes and allen might pass him up a little bit but he could be too. I don't. Maybe just Mahomes. Maybe just Allen. Somewhere this in there. Just be your bold take, Jared. I guess because no. Let's go to our bold takes here. We each chose a guy, and we're gonna give our you know we're gonna give our hot take. I guess is kind of how we're we're playing it off as each give a quarterback. Talk about what we think they can do, and you know why, and we'll see who agrees with who, basically. So uh, to start, Zach, let's go to you. Let's hear it. So uh, this is kind of fitting, I guess. Um, Zach Wilson, top 15 fantasy quarterback. It's kind of fitting with my uh, Jets picks. Okay, let's hear it, Zach. Um, he ADP. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Wilson had a little bit of a rough start to the season. But after he came back from his injury, he played a lot better. Uh, last five weeks of the season, he didn't have a single pick. So that's some promising he got Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, so I think that's going to improve the Jets' offense a lot, more scoring opportunities. I've seen more yards going down the field, all that kind of stuff. And then against the Bucks, that was a big promising game that I was looking at. I've seen it got overshadowed by the whole Antonio Brown situation where he was running off the field without a shirt. But Zach Wilson, that game went 19 for 34, 234 yards and a touchdown. And we saw some, some rushing capabilities coming up at the end of the season too. Okay, sorry, Zach. I hate to cut you off here, but can I just point out where Zach Wilson's getting drafted right now? He is getting drafted um, behind 10 defensive and special teams units. He's getting drafted right now, Zach, with Matt Prater. Um, should, should I continue? Brian Robinson is going around with him. Uh, and then... Should, should I say top... Okay, top 20. Not top 15, <laughs> top 20. He's getting drafted as QB 24. So, you know, I, I can get behind the top 20 movement. 15 I think ceiling might be top or 15 for his career, but not next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Jared's uh, a Zach Wilson hater. No, you just love him way too much. Zach, Tyler Bass is getting drafted 10 spots ahead of him. I know. <laughs> I, <need> to... <laughs> I mean, Jets are going 9-8, and eight, so I... Okay, <laughs> Dustin, what are you going to say? 9 and eight. He's too busy chasing Cougars instead of throwing the damn ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Jared, let's hear your hot take here. Okay, well, mine is uh, – it might blow some of your minds. I know Zach will agree with part of it, but not the person that I have above him. So I think that Tua Tungavailoa will have a better season than Joe Burrow. Hmm. Yeah, hey, well, I let's think, hear it. So I think – You're so, insane? No, so Zach, you, Zach, you've been talking that Joe Burrow is <laughs> going to have a regression, which we all think he's going to. I think we the team will that. have a regression. Not- we all mentioned that, yes. I, think, listen, I don't think the team is going back to Super Bowl. That's no, what I was saying is regression. But what everyone is saying is that Terry Kill made the biggest mistake going to the Dolphins and that Tua can't throw the ball down the field. I've said this many times. Tua can. He's been, he proved it. He put out his, a, a second tape, a second you know, video that shows a lot better. Um, I think Tua is going to shock a lot of people and go against everyone saying that Terry Kill made a bad mis- uh, mistake. And I think Burrow is going to have still a good season, but I think that Tua is going to finish probably as like a top 10 quarterback top, maybe even top seven. And I think Burrow is going to fall maybe to maybe to eight, nine. Yeah. That's, that's my hot take. Okay. You called me crazy for Wilson top 15 and you just said Tua top 10. Yeah. Tua right now is getting drafted as QB 16. Um, to put that out there, uh, better than yeah. I think. I think Burrow and Tua will be closer than what they are right now. As um, Burrow's getting drafted as QB five, and Tua's getting drafted as QB sixteen. But I don't think they one will finish. Like Tua will finish better than Burrow. Am I? That, that's kind of where I stand on it. Dustin, where do you? Where are your thoughts on these hot takes? Yeah, I mean, both, I mean, wow! I mean, you both started out really hot. I mean, holy yeah. smokes, man! My eyebrows oh. are fringed right now. Holy smokes! Uh, I can definitely get behind that take more than I can the Zach Wilson. Uh, sorry, Zach. Sorry, but uh, yeah, I to compare him to Joe Burrow is a pretty hefty take. I mean, Joe Burrow obviously he's proven kind of everything he needs to. And, I mean, Burrow also has so many weapons right now, just kind of a better team than Tua. Like, obviously, Tua has weapons, but, like, I don't trust their offensive line at all and just the coaching yet. I'm just not fully sold. So, I guess I could see top 15 for Tua for sure, but I think top 10 is a little little hefty. I'm with you, Dustin. I I think think if you would have said – Jared, if you had said Tua beats Aaron Rodgers fantasy wise, I think that would have been better than Burrow. Didn't Rodgers still finish as six? I think he was quarterback six last year. I think we we went over that. I think he was right outside of the top yeah, five. He was, he was but yeah. again, he's without Devontae Adams. And I think I know, this that's gonna be a more more run heavy team in uh, 2022, 2023. But I think Tua, I think he's more on a, an upside kind of tier with with Fields and Lance, right? I mean, point though, guys who you really don't know what you're going to get out of them. And I think, I think Burrow's more of a guy who I, I think, you know, we know, we know we're going to get out of Burrow. I mean, he has two arguably guys who could finish top 12 in PPR on his team and Higgins and, and Chase. I think that's kind of his big selling point. He's better weapons. Depends on Mike McDaniel, of course, uses a guy like Tua 
Talk about Loa. If that team, you know, right now they have like three or three or four running backs who could really play during the game. So it depends on kind of how this team's going to attack. And if they use Tyreek Hill as a running back or however they're going to use him in sets with jet sweeps and whatnot. I, I think the, the question right now is more with first year coach Mike McDaniel, but Dustin, let's hear your hot take and then I'll share mine. So yeah, my hot take probably will not be as spicy as the last two. Uh, I mean, it's kind of hard to top those. I mean, those are just insane. I mean, I think you got some insane guys here, but that's just me. But anyways, uh, my hot take is that Russell Wilson will be a top five quarterback for fantasy football this next year. I think he's going to have a pretty big bounce back year. Obviously, he's got a lot of weapons, including a rushing game, a good offensive line. I think an okay coach. I mean, it's he's nothing crazy good, but he's a good coach. I mean, Russell Wilson, obviously, knowing what he can do, with some good weapons, I think he'll have a really big bounce back here and get top five. So Russell Wilson, where is he getting drafted with the quarterbacks? He is getting drafted as QB nine. So, you know, a little jump there, but I can get behind it. Uh, Cortland Sutton, Jerry, Judy, Tim Patrick, throw him in there. Uh, you know, the, the weapons are there, I think for Wilson. And I know maybe that's just me maybe overvaluing them because now they have Russell Wilson and not Drew Locke. But Zach likes uh, Russell Wilson. He's got a little saying for him too. Zach. What, what, Cook? There it is. Yeah. Zach loves Russell Wilson. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> I still let Russ Cook is uh, last year. I forget if it was, uh, I picked the Seahawks one week or if we were talking some betting things, but uh, yeah, I took Russell Wilson's side one week. <laughs> and there you go. And he said, let Russ cook and boom, there it stuck. I can give high that a little bit, but here's mine. Um, mine. Mine kind of fits, you know, saying a QB will finish in a top what range. Jalen Hurts will finish as a top four fantasy quarterback. I have him. Boom. Look, rushing value. I talked about it. Kind of crazy how that works. Finished as QB nine overall last season. And if you look, if you just look at the numbers, his 7.3 yards per attempt was higher than Ryan Tannehill, Tua, Tuckavailoa, and Josh Allen. Include that in there. And guess what? AJ Brown is now a Philadelphia Eagle. The running game is inconsistent. And you know what the running game is? The running game is Jalen Hurts. Miles Sanders has been talking about Mr. Inconsistency. That's who he is. And I think he will stay that. Look, Hurts, the, the beauty of his upside. He doesn't have to morph into a high-volume passer, you know, a guy who has to throw the ball a bunch. He doesn't have to throw a ball six hundred, seven hundred times to become a top-four quarterback. He, he just doesn't need to do that with his running ability, and I think that's where the value is there for me, and that's where I think he can fit into, into that. He had that left ankle sur- injury last year, too. Don't worry, surgery. So he said he's good, and I, I, I'm, I'm all for it. I just, with the rushing ability there, the rushing upside, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, those guys. My case says top four. What do you guys think? I think you forgot a key detail. Boston Scott is on the Eagles. Yeah, that, that's good takeaway of some rush attempts. No, I, in all seriousness, I think I wouldn't say top four. I could get behind some of it. I think that also having A.J. is going to kind of affect in a bad way as well. Cause he was the, he, like you said, he was their, their mobile running back. Like he was all their rushing yards. Um, but now AJ being there, I think he's going to be 
apt to throw the ball a lot more. So maybe he'll more touchdowns. Not... Sounds good to me. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll start forcing like what Rogers did to Devante last year. You know, maybe he'll think that he has to over target him because he's on the team now rather than doing what he did last year, which was just running the ball and occasionally throwing to Goddard or whoever it was, Devante Smith. So I see where you're coming from, but it might not be as, you know, realistic as, as it could be, I guess. Zach? I don't think the hyper-targeting Brown is going to be an issue. Um, I think he spread the ball around pretty well last year when he did have to pass. And we saw Jalen Rieger drop how many passes, and he still got targeted. And I guess Smith was their like, clear-cut number one last year, and I think they're still pretty well spread out. So I don't think that's really the issue. I just there's a lot of good quarterbacks. I think Tom Brady's going to be up there somewhere just because he's going to have so many pass attempts. We talked about Herbert, Josh Allen. I think Lamar's going to have a big bounce back. I don't know if he'll be top four, but I think he has that potential as well. Lamar's the other so one. I think there's where... just a lot of competition. I was looking. I just think guys like Lamar and um, you know Jalen Hurts. I'll throw it in here too. I think just they have more upside to kind of finish in that top four, even than Patrick Mahomes. Looking at what's happened here, call me crazy, but I think I just think. Stars are aligned for these guys for to have big seasons. Dustin. Yeah, I don't I don't hate it, but I don't love it at the same time. Like I could see, yeah, he could maybe sneak in there, you know, with a couple good running games and a couple good like decent passing games. But I, I would say that's like the absolute ceiling for him is four. But I think it were more realistic. It's kind of where he was last year, like nine, eight, seven. I think is more realistic. But yeah, I could I could buy in that a little bit. There we go. Those are our hot takes. Flaming hot right off the stove. And let's go to a little mailbag here. We got three questions of quarterbacks we'll talk about. First one here is Derek from Brillian. He wants to know, where do you rank Justin Herbert among the top QBs? Look, that's an easy one. We can say number one, look, or if you want to say number, you know, in the top two, or if you want to be like Jared and say top three, you know, it's, no, at the end, I said top two. I, oh, you're behind. I'll say top two. Yeah. I'll say one. I mean, right now, talk about having a big year. Look, Zach at the point, he's like, okay, he's number one. But Zach's like, how historic is this number one going to be? Is that? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm hearing over here. And yeah, I, I guess that's kind of where we are. Just I was just taking a take from, I was just taking the quote from a different, uh, different fantasy page on Instagram. But I think he's going to be, him and Josh Allen, clear cut one and two yep. in my book. It's just a matter of who has a better season, I guess. I think they're both going to be really well, really good. I'm all for both of them. Brody from Brilliant's got another question, or has a question here. Who would be a steal of a QB for fantasy? So looking at maybe, a, which we'll do a sleeper episode, right? Coming, who is a guy, you know, each of us will pick a guy. Who's a guy who you think is just a steal? That, that kind of ties in some ADP numbers, right? So going through the ADP numbers for QBs. And just you know what, where they're getting drafted. Who are guys you think are steals? Zach, we're gonna start with you. I'm gonna go with Derek Carr. Uh, I think with Adams, that's gonna be a very pass happy offense. I think he's gonna be airing it out a lot more. He has Renfro and Adams now, along with Darren Waller, and he's kind of injured coming out of the backfield. And he's always been, in my mind, he's been a pretty decent fantasy quarterback in the past and now with the added weapon i think he's going to be around that seven eight range jared let's hear yours 
I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. I think that with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, they were both top 10 before Thielen got hurt last year. Um, Rudolph is still there. They, they got, I mean, he's got some upside there. He's got targets. I think that he could, I mean, perform pretty well. And I think if he's going later, if he's falling in your draft, you can pick him up. It'll be a good pick. I had Kirk Cousins too. QB 15 right now is where he's at. I think he's top 12 upside. So I think that's kind of where I, you know, I think he can finish nine, ninth or 12 in that range. And that's kind of where I'll throw Kirk Cousins in there. Dustin, let's hear yours. I think mine has to be Matt Stafford. I mean, I think people are just kind of sleeping on him a little too much still. You know, obviously he had a really good season last year. He picked up more weapons than his offense. I mean, I don't see how this guy couldn't be top 10 again if he really wanted to. QB 11 right now is Matt Stafford based on ADP. He's going right by Aaron Rodgers. So that seems interesting one there. Last one here from Fantasia Sports. Proud partner of Drew Sports Crew. Tom Brady or Joe, Joe Burrow this year is what they want to know. Who are you taking? Jared, we'll go to you. Well, I just said Tua's going to have a better season than Burrow, so I can't really say Burrow, so I'm going to say Tua, I think, or I think uh, Brady, because I think, like we said, Burrow's going to regress. Um, it might not be as much as I'm saying, because I said Tua's going to take over him, but I think Brady's still got one or two more years than him where he's going to be that top, still a top 10 quarterback, so I'm, I'm going to go Brady. I'll take Brady. I think just this is one. I just think he's going to, I mean, he's going to throw the ball 700 plus times. And I, I think just at that volume, I think you just got to look at fantasy. You know, I think that's going to be, that's going to be it for Tom Brady. Dustin, you want to go? Sure. I'll go. Uh, I think I'm going to go Burrow on this one. I think Brady losing Gronk is going to be a much bigger impact than people think. And obviously with Godwin, not sure when he's going to come, not sure when he's going to come back. You know, all his early guys, Mike Evans, and I don't really think that's enough for him to, you know, really step it up again this year. I was hoping you were going to say Burrow, so I wasn't the only one. I'm going to go Burrow as well. Uh, he has the probably best weapons in the NFL. And then, obviously, like you mentioned, Dustin, Godwin's out, so that's going to hurt Brady a little bit at the beginning of the year. He doesn't have Antonio Brown as much of a headache as he was last year. He still produced on the field, so... Their third wide receiver, Russell Gage, isn't at the same level. So just having those two receivers, once once Godwin comes back, and then before he comes back, they just have Russell Gage and Mike Evans. So I think the weapons are going to make difference for Burrow. There you uh, go. Oh, Jared, I go can ahead. see both sides here, but I just want to add, back in 20, 2020 was when the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. Yeah, back then I thought when they went in, I was like, eh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe I'm doubting him a little bit. Maybe Brady's still the elite quarterback he is and he proved me wrong there. So I, I can't see him um, being a much worse than last year. What do you know where he finished ADP? Did we say well, last year? Three, three. And Burrow last was what? Well, like just three. <clears throat> Burrow was like six, he was no, eight. seven, he was eight, six, no, eight. He eight. finished his QB eight last year, Zach. He was eight. I think as long as Brady's in the league, yep. he's going to be top five, I think. Okay. And, yeah, I mean, that wraps up the questions. So thank you guys for sending them in. Make sure for our tight end episode, send in questions. We'll, we'll open in our mailbag for that. But before we go here, we got to talk about Thrive Fantasy. You got to come prop up with us. I'm wearing this shirt right now, Thrive Fantasy. I got prop up on the back. Look, I mean, we are almost to 20 people on Thrive Fantasy. You know what that means? Every 10 people, we give away an autographed card. 
Josh Hader, I mean, we talked about last week, an autograph out, numbered out of 299. This is a nice card. And look, if you want to get your hands on that, win that card, you got to come prop up with us. Join us on Thrive Fantasy. Promo code J2M then on, on the app. Just put that in. You know, when you when you sign up, when you deposit, boom, all you have to do is deposit ten dollars. They'll give you a deposit match, and they also give you, you know, two free contest entries if you deposit ten dollars. So that's a look right there. I mean, ten dollars, you're getting all that value right there. It doesn't get any better than that. And look, I mean, Jared, I always go to you right away because you're you just keep winning on Thrive. You know, I've been winning my fair share of contests here and there, my prop up entries, but how's it been going for you? I mean, we talked to thrive and uh i told them about the whole strikeout thing to add more strikeout lines and they have done that so the other day i took a few strikeout lines hit again one another you know a couple of bucks but yeah it, same as last time it's it's been fun um really easy once you get the hang of it it's easy app to use and uh i don't see myself not using it in the future so it's 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 really fun yeah, i mean dustin you should come prop up with us that's kind of where we're going here you got to come join us on Thrive. Even Zach's oh, winning. That's, that's going to be a dangerous game. Man. That's going to be dangerous once I get started. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Zach. You know, you just got to keep winning. Thank you, Zach. That, Zach's that was losing insightful. streak. Look, you know, to point to Zach's losing streak last football season, hopefully he doesn't have the same here because when, when we do our journey a million three-leg entries where we each take a leg, it's going to be Zach's who loses it every time. You know, but <laughs> – Look, Dustin, you got to talk about what you're you got going on. I mean, we mentioned lockdown corner podcast is kind of what you've been rolling out, and you guys do some great things on there. I myself was a guest on the show. Well, it's a great show. It's a lot of fun. You know, we it's a lot of Packers stuff we talk about. And what do you guys have planned? Yeah, so we're gonna probably head up uh, another podcast next week sometime. We'll probably talk about kind of some of the stuff that's been going on in the off season, and kind of you know preview this coming season, and kind of give our takes on it, and you know maybe we'll have somebody on. Near future, Drew will probably be on. Maybe you guys will be on too. Get a little joint meeting going on. Yeah, it's always a lot of fun. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, they know their stuff, Dustin. I mean, he analyzes guys. You know, he looks at the talent. Like he mentioned, he does videos there. He's looked at Justin Fields. He'll he'll look at guys, you know, maybe not the fantasy outlook that we would do, but he'll evaluate them. If, you know, if you're looking at talent, right? I mean, he'll, he'll give you that in-depth scouting report and, you know, just tell you guys what's the scoop with these guys. So, Go check him out. But our social medias as well, then Drew Sports Crew on the Instagram, Drew Sports Crew on YouTube and Facebook. So that'll wrap it up here for the Journey Million Squad and Dustin. So thank you all for listening to yet another edition of Drew Sports Crew, the Journey to Million, the perfect podcast for you.